Hey, Pride fam. Welcome back to another episode of Pride, Pride the, the Podcast. Podcast. Featuring extra special guest, executive vice president, co-founder of Rehab Entertainment, and executive producer of Pride the Podcast, Teresa Kelton. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. It's Pride, bitch. That was Antihero by the Taylor Swift. That's her new album, Midnight. A lot Everyone of, go stream it. A lot of men have told her that she's the problem I hear. That is mm. true. That's why she Me too. Oh. Me too. Uh, I'm, I'm Adam Andrew Rios. we'll catch up on that me too i am mr brader bradley i am darrell anthony and i'm ashley mitchell and welcome back to another episode guys yeah brought to you by rehab entertainment i'm excited to have teresa on later yeah i mean this episode is literally brought to you by teresa right we were literally brought to you by teresa (laughs) she's our mother she birthed us she does yes she really did know um, but before we get to t- uh, TKB, you know, Teresa Kelton Bear. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, TKB? Yeah. yeah. What's going on? So, um, you know, I kind of actually wanted to start off this week. You know, it's been kind of a sad week for the LGBTQ community. We lost Leslie Jordan uh, last week, and it was very... Mm-hmm. It's very sad because, I mean, you know, you lose your idols. I actually saw an article written about losing your idols and, and people who have given so much to the community and he was such a bright light. I didn't see anyone that came in to speak about how he wasn't fun on set, how he didn't make them laugh, Mm -hmm. how he wasn't just how he didn't. I believe one person was like, he left magic everywhere he went. Um, Little sprinkles of magic. And you know, his mother recently passed away uh, last year and, um, you know, the the solace you can find is, is that they're together again. Um, it is awful the way he passed. It's being reported that he had a medical emergency um, mm-hmm. and he crashed his car. Um, yeah. And, you know, apparently when uh, the first responders arrived on site, he um, did not have a pulse and they believe he was already gone. But, uh, you know, shout out to the first responders because they apparently pulled him out and worked on him for quite some time before they were like, all right, we can't bring they the pulse it. back. Yeah. Um, and he was on, on the way to, to the set. hospital. Yeah. No, I oh. thought he was on the way to the hospital. Yeah. No, he was on the way to set. Yeah, he was. Uh, so he's on oh. part of the show right. Call Me Cat yeah. um, that stars Did- Mayim Bialik, um, as well as Kyla Pratt and um, Cheyenne Jackson. And so they, the show right now is taking a bit of a break. Um, to try to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, the upcoming episode, they will be dedicating to him, but you know they're going to figure out what they're going to do with his character because he was a really big character on the show. Mm. Yeah. I saw, I think, the same article that you probably read. Yeah. That he was like having some sort of exp- like medical, medical something and was driving himself to the doctors. Right. And then... Before going to set. So I maybe guess. that's what it was. Yeah. And then just... Uh, it was like a little like fender bender. Like he, I mean, he crashed into a building, but it wasn't like what you're thinking like he didn't crush through it it was just like a whoa and just kind of like ran into it so someone on tiktok posted the video of like the his car getting towed from the scene 
and yeah, it's just like a regular car accident. I mean, I think the air the airbags did deploy, so that may have been a contributing oh, so, factor. So just letting people yeah. know it wasn't the car accident that did it, as opposed to the medical emergency he had that caused the car accident. Right. That's, what well, what that's what I. That's what when I read, I was like, okay, so that's what he I, he died from. I do, combination of both. I do I, know his body that. has been taken over to the medical examiner for them to give an autopsy. So hopefully soon they'll release more information mm-hmm. if the family feels comfortable. But you know, want to shout out to him. He's been great for years. We've seen him in a lot of things that help. Famously, Will and Grace. Well, well, and and not only that. But he saved a lot of people during the pandemic. A lot of people talked about how he brought them so much energy and love and, and laughter with his whale shit. What are y'all doing? Screwing? And people just... I it know. Was great. It was so mm-hmm. funny. He also checked me out on 7th Avenue once. Oh, that's, oh, nice. that's nice. That's yeah, nice. It was nice. At least it was somebody nice looked feeling. at you. I know. Oh, he also played a straight man in... Um, Friday the 13th, part six. <laughs> he yeah. did. And, and the uh, help. Uh, Jason and the help. Takes, Man- the help. Yeah. takes Manhattan, right? Jason was that Jason takes Manhattan? No, no. Six no. was the final. Oh wait, maybe it was. I yeah, because so. he worked in the diner. Yeah, yeah. Silly, just buffoonery. <laughs> that movie was buffoonery. Jason swam all the way to New York. He said, "I'm gonna kill everybody." Throwing people on the subway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah, since yeah. it's Halloween and all. Yeah, would y'all fuck a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Joy Behar. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. How would you know? I don't know. Boo, bitch. I just, don't know. Just like, admit, <laughs> like you've seen Scary Movie Two when she like fucks the ghost. Yes, I know. Well, okay, I so technically what, exact, he sexually assaulted her, but go on. Very that. She very just that. went along with just, it. Yeah. She but it. um, yes. Would you like fuck a ghost? Is that what it is when you have a wet dream? Hmm. That's an interesting hypothesis. Isn't it? That's interesting. Isn't I like, it? I like. That. I mean, our sure. apartment is definitely haunted. Yeah. I've been getting choked here lately. Yeah. I don't know if that. Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pass on okay. the ghost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if it was Patrick Swayze? A hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I would. I would definitely fuck a ghost because you. I mean, I think about the people that are like no longer here. It's like, what kind of ghosts are we talking? We talking like Kobe Bryant ghosts? Like we we talking like famous ghosts? Because that, if those some of those ghosts, sure. Like okay, look, you can have hot. anybody, like any ghost you want. Elvis like, Presley the, ghost. The, the I point. The, the 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 question is, would you fuck a ghost? Like, yeah, if he was 100%. hot, and yeah. it was like. Yeah, because no, I was consensual. I, I, consensual, yes, all of that because I fucked worse for less. There you go. So <laughs> the, go, the, go, the ghost can't do nothing too bad to me. <laughs> I guess I kind of would too for the story, mm. and then <laughs> yeah. I I would write a book and I'd get on all the talk shows, and then I'd what get would it you call the book turned into um, quickly, quickly, <laughs> right? I was like, come with something clever. I know I was trying. I would call. I, I would call mine. I know what I'd call my book. Oh, I'm a ghost rider. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you take All that. right, all right, I'll give you all that. Right. I'll give you that. Give her a snap. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And I'd be on the front of the couple. Mm, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ghost rider. That should be a porn. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. That's quite a few of those. Adam, why did you ask that question? I It was posed to me in another podcast I was listening to. Oh, okay. Because well, so they, they talked about it what was you your last answer? week. My answer? Yeah. Oh, um, <clears throat> I would. Yeah. Of course Adam would. 
<laughs> but it was most like what you said. It was more about the story. The story, yeah. How could you say no? Right. And unless it was like some ghost shit, like Patrick Swayze. What does ghost that, shit look like? No, no, no. I meant like ghost the movie shit. <laughs> oh, got it. With Patrick Swayze and and was it Whoopi? Demi? Okay, Demi Moore. But how about a vampire? Yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Because they, yes. because yeah. they, they because they yeah. fuck fierce. Like, I just don't know. I don't want to. I don't want my blood. They to have a, a lifetime of experience. Oh, but you know what? Yeah, like <laughs> I'll, not I'll, to I'll, kink I'll, shame nobody, but I'm not really. I don't think I'm into blood. I'm not well, into I mean, blood. You know what? I need. I need mm. the vampire to be like actually. I need him to be experienced because I don't need to be some baby vamp and then they and, suck the blood out and kill me. Like I right, need them to like be able to do it. Right. I need them to do it. Bite, bite that thing. No, give me. And I'm not. I'm about well, to pass so out. I'm about to pass. Well, hold on. I asked <laughs> Ashley the other day about everlasting life. About would you let someone make you a vampire? Mm. And I said, Hell you know, no. Well, hold on. If I would get with all of my friends and family, because you know I want to keep y'all around forever, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. y'all, here's the opportunity we have. We could be rich and we could be vampires and we could stay this way forever. I mean, we would literally need to consider some things. I don't want to lose y'all. I don't lose my family. So like, we could all get on the same page. Then let's all be vamps. Listen, if I could put a mm. cap on it, it's just like if you make me a vampire and I can live for 250 years, I'll do that. But I'm not trying to live a lifetime. Hell no, I'm I mean, ready you to can, go right now. I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, you can go after two. I mean, you can go whenever you want. Just step into the sun. That hurts. I don't want to commit suicide. Right? Nah. So. See, but no. My, and my, I stay out at night anyway, so I'm already basically a vamp. Yeah. Right. You're a baby vamp. I would not like to be have everlasting life. No. No. I mean, I already it's have everlasting life <laughs> in heaven. Where are my Christians at? I want to go to heaven. I want to go yes. to heaven. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, just, no, no. just me and Ashley are Corey Christian over here. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know who they worried about may not get into the gates of heaven the way he been acting with his memoir? Matthew Perry. Did y'all see I thought you were going to say Kanye West. I, um, I had a too. lot of people going to well, my mind. Right. You know, well, we can kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matthew Perry actually said something really awful about poor Keanu. Um, he said that he was terrible and he spoke about um, River Phoenix who we famously know passed away and River and um, uh, Keanu were like close friends and people are coming after Matthew Perry they're like um, why would you say that? What like, did he say? He said that he was a terrible actor and that he should have had all his roles that he had. Matthew Perry thinks he's a better actor than Keanu is. Now and, my question but, is Hmm. Was that how he currently felt when he was writing the memoir, or is he rethinking something that he thought when he was what he who he was? Well, so no, he, he this is already out in the memoir. People I know, are but in his him, memoir, he now, recounts like a lot of right, past things that happened. Right. Well, pe- right now, I, I'm not too sure of that. I definitely need to find out, but I do know that people went after him, and he said, "I'm sorry, I said that. I can't believe I said it." Like he's now saying, "I apologize for it." So. Listen, I think that people have to be very careful. You know, Kelly uh, Ripa wrote her book and, you know, Kathy Lee Gifford is like, I'm not reading that shit because apparently there's a chapter where she talks about Regis and Kathy Lee's like, Regis was a very dear friend of mine. I think it's really hard for people when their idols pass away that they they were human too. And to really say, and Kathy Lee's like, I don't want to hear it because Regis was great to me. I don't care what she say, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but you can't take away from Kelly's experience because we don't know what Kelly's been. Kelly was like, he didn't acknowledge me. He didn't really look at me, blah, blah. And so 
you have those experiences and everyone's experience is different and I think that in Keanu's case Matthew felt the way he felt about him but that's not how the majority of people seem to feel about him so it's interesting there's only one person uh, Jason Dotley is his name who spoke negative of Leslie Jordan um, and everyone's coming out to him and oh like, yeah and he's like well that my experience is different I'm so sorry he said yeah. I'm sorry he's dead but good riddance okay but so can I pose this question yeah based off of like the Beverly Hills reunion mm-hmm. I saw a thing that was like are you team Kyle or are you team Crystal because you know just because it's your experience doesn't necessarily mean it's true well I think it's tough for anybody white to speak out on racism and things like that it's tough it's tough mm-hmm. I mean I think I'm team Crystal I think the thing is Crystal doesn't have the language to express how she feels but i think her feelings are valid but she just doesn't know how to express it in an articulate way and so she's she just sounds like or at least to kyle she just sounds like aloof and just looking for drama right everyone out there just mm -hmm. a note when she says language it's not talking about like her native language like she just is not able to articulate just in case anyone out there because listen (laughs) it happens on the view all the time and we'll be a step in and be like and join them like this is not what they mean no i I meant like she doesn't have like the she can't articulate she doesn't have the uh vocabulary for it correct Uh, right but i you know i've said this multiple times it's just like a lot of these like race talks that we're having the the Feelings aren't new, but the conversations are. So I fa- I've found myself in the past and sometimes still stumble over my words when I'm trying to express how I feel when it comes to race. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I feel like, I mean, no one's ever like won an argument, but like, uh, <laughs> I mean, because, you know, I'm, I'm right. But I, you know, I find myself stumbling on my words and then later I'm like, oh, this is how I meant to say it. Or mm-hmm. I see a post and I'm like, yes, this is what I was trying to say, but I yeah. can't articulate. So I, so I was fumbling over my words and people are like, uh, you, you said this. And I'm like, no, you're not. Well, people you're not are always listening. trying to get got, people are always trying to, in arguments, basis of debate, people are always trying to get a got you in there. They're mm-hmm. trying to have you stumble so they can say this part that you just said was wrong or inaccurate so that negates your whole statement and i think that that's the issue like just because you might say like oh xyz that doesn't negate everything that you said but people who want to win that particular argument they're like see find those holes because crystals was the whole 14 friend thing and kyle's like wait you said so it has nothing to do with the show and it's like well yes it's the show but like also and she's like no way and it it just kind of like went downhill but you know kyle has bigger issues i understand what crystal was saying she just didn't articulate it well yeah that's what y'all are saying yeah Yeah, she just didn't articulate it well and kyle is not gonna acknowledge be that. patient yeah she's not gonna be patient yeah. and just like okay the subject she's talking about i'm pretty sure she knows what she's talking about she was like i already signed the contract i just hadn't started filming yet no. <laughs> right and kyle was like but you said she was like well that's not what i meant housewives <laughs> hate meant breaking this. the fourth wall and i mean i think people like kyle who's from the old school housewife does not like the new housewives when they break the fourth wall like that because it's like wait what are y'all doing we're trying to do a show and you know like kathy was like lisa you wanted to do the storyline because your contract was up for renewal. And like, everybody was like, what the, why are you doing that? And it's like, it's just like like, Denise, when she'd be like, bravo, bravo, bravo. And they're like, honey, stop Stop saying saying that. that. They're going to keep filming. I don't know which I like better. I kind of like old school because it's just classic, but this new shit is kind of fun. I mean, listen, Candace Candace literally said, I need Eric. I need Eric. Eric 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 Mm-hmm. I will say, like, working on, like, love and hip-hop and stuff, like, that stuff is, like, real where, like, producers will blindside 
you know, the cast. Yeah. And then, like, they end up being like, no, I know what y'all are doing, and this is bullshit. Yeah. I don't like it, and I'm going to call you out on camera because this is crazy. But then at the end of the day, they like that as they well. Love that, right. They love it's that. It's rating. So it's like a win-win for producers. Candace said, keep yeah. my entire fourth wall in that. Don't you delete it. She said, I'm leaving so y'all don't get fight. Not today, Satan. Not today, neck. Trina Not literally today, called. We ain't got it. Trina, <laughs> just you know on. the baddest bitch. Right. She called two producers out. She said, "What are you two bum bitches?" Gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> she did. She Speaking did. about bum bitches, these bum bitches need to go get a refill. We right. do, and, and I need to take some more medicine. It's We're, time to speak to the bear. It's time to speak to the bear and our producer. TKB. Let's break. Let's break the fourth wall with Teresa. Let's do it. Right. We'll be back. <laughs> Wear my Louis Vuitton But even with nothing on Bet I made you look I made you look I'll make you double take Soon as I walk away Call up your chiropractor Just in case your neck break Ooh, Tell me Welcome back, everyone. All right. I am super excited to have one of our good Kiki gals. You kind of hear us mentioning her and giving special thanks at the (laughs) beginning of every episode. The executive vice president and co-founder of Rehab Entertainment, Teresa Kelton. Hello. Hey, Hey, baby. Hey, baby. baby. We ain't ain't loaded our sounds yet because, you know, we just got a new system. So we're going to load that and get it. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some sounds. Uh, You know what? I'm I'm going to add to my resume. um, Burr, 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 burr. (laughs) Engineer. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I hired an engineer. (laughs) Burr, 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 burr. Um, So, professional skills. So for all, of our, right. for all right. of our listeners out there, this podcast is either going to go off the rails completely, yeah. or it's gonna. It's probably going to go off the rails. I was there's like, no, there is no other there, option. There's no, there's no other option. Uh, Teresa, tell us what have you been up to and what have you been doing? Oh my goodness, um, I have been, you know, I've been up to some things. <laughs> uh, you know, work's been good. Industry is going through a pretty crazy time right now. Um, I'm sure y'all are. Y'all have been listening to all of the uh, all of the shakeups happening across the way. Netflix, HBO Max, yeah. um, a lot of like shakeups in the animation world, which have been kind of crazy. But um, you know, it's it's been up and down, but it's been good. I mean, we have uh, you know we've had Flight of the Navigator over in development um, at Disney for quite some time, oh, and mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year. Bryce Dallas Howard attached as director and that is it's not only super exciting just because of Bryce but she was actually interested in the project when we first took it over to Disney like before she had done um, all of the directing on Mandalorian and Boba Fett and so to kind of you know we've been kind of just sitting and getting a script written and waiting to attach the right director and her career sort of went up just at the right time and now she's able to really come in and and uh and take the reins and we're super excited i'm hoping that by next year that one will be in like pre-production um and then you know we have we have a comic book property uh mm-hmm. of rob liefeld's um if anybody knows deadpool rob liefeld's yeah. uh part of that and that's set up over at Studio 8, and it has um, a really great director attached to it who actually comes from the stunt uh, stunt acting world, uh, Sam Hargrave. He just did a movie called Extraction, uh, and it has Jake Gyllenhaal attached to Star. Um, yeah. So very excited about that. And that, that one, like Flight, we hope 
that one will start moving, you know, top of next year into pre-production. Harriet the Spy is out. Um, yes. Um, that one, uh, you know, we got greenlit in February of 2020 on that project. Mm-hmm. And we were like freaking out in May of 2020 for a lot of reasons, including how are we going to make the show? Um, and we soon found out that animation was sort of, um, in a way, pandemic proof. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the whole the whole industry realized that very quickly. And, and animation has been booming the last couple of years, which is why it's now interesting to see animation kind of taking a lot of hits uh, recently. But there are 10 episodes up on Apple TV Plus as Beanie Feldstein uh, uh, as Harriet the Spy and Jane Lynch as Olgali. Which is pretty cool. It's interesting and, that, and on a note on that, it's interesting that they yeah. played that they played Harriet and that character, and then they went and were on. They start on Broadway together. Well, it was, I was during the pandemic, and yeah. they didn't want to have to quarantine, so right. they just decided to stay together forever. <laughs> forever. For a while. I mean, never, I, but never. I think that's like so. Like that was so cool, and they both left that project together, and they're still, I assume, going to be starring in more episodes of Harriet when it comes up. Yeah, I mean, we have 10 that are out, 10 that will be released next year. And um, and yeah, as soon as we know that there are more episodes coming, um, we will, uh, they'll definitely be back. I mean, they're they're an amazing duo. And yeah, it was fun when they both went and did, um, when they did Funny Girl. So yeah. Brayden and I saw a Funny Girl. It was real funny. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we did. It was real funny. Jane was good. Amazing. Yeah. So, Teresa, tell our listeners, how do you get a film or a uh, a project off the ground from start to finish? Literally like a 101 lesson. You have 30 seconds. (laughs) Go. (laughs) (laughs) You pray to every single deity that there is out there. Um, No, I mean, you, you know, you're always... You always have the foundation of you have your ear to the ground uh, to what the market wants, um, you know, and you're always trying to you're doing a little guesswork along the way into what the market's going to want by the time you get a project and you develop it and you package it and get it out into the world. The hope is that you have a, a clear enough pipeline to do all of those things uh, quickly so that you can get in there when you think the time is right. Um but a lot of projects, it's a, it's you get okay. Say a book, mm-hmm. you option a book, uh, and then you, as producers, you know, we always like to to say, okay, like what is our take on this IP if we're going to do it? Uh, obviously, we're going to pull in a writer, but we always like to have sort of the foundation of like what is a remake to us. So, like similarly on Harriet the Spy, when we got that book, it had been adapted before for TV film, but. It had never been an animation, so that was like, okay, that's cool. It's a different format, different vibe completely. Mm-hmm. And it had never gone back to like 1964, and that was really cool because we were doing an animation. You could really do 1964 New York. Uh, you could put her back, you know, to where Louise Fitzhugh, you know, where her headspace was at the time when she wrote Harriet the Spy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're always trying to find your angle. And then you bring in the writer. Before you bring in a writer, you're interviewing writers. Mm-hmm. So that can take that can take time. Um, or if you know like the writer that you want, then you know, hope the, the hope is you go out to them exclusive with something and they say, Absolutely, I love this. It's a quick deal making situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're 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 cracking on the on the pitch or the script, whichever you're doing. And then 
you know, depending on who, what your strategy is, you know, taking it out into the, to the, to the market, you want to have it packaged. You want to have, you know, names attached to it. Um, you know, if you're, if you're like a smaller production company and you're looking for more development financing or you're looking for, uh, maybe you're just looking for like an extra set of eyes. Maybe you haven't quite cracked something yet. You might take something out that's not packaged yet. But once you're taking it to like, you know, the Hulus and the, the Disney's and Netflix, like they're going to want to know like what, what you're doing with this and who's, who's attached and who's, whose voice, whose vision it is and who your stars are, you know, who's, yeah. who's bringing this to life. Um, Who's and then make us that coin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you go through a ton of like, you know, sometimes you get something set up and you're so excited and you're like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's do it. And then you're waiting for like six months while the deal gets made. No. So mm. it's, it's a lot of like, you know, starting and stopping mm. and can be a little like, you know, frustrating. So whenever I describe this to people and they're like, this sounds hellacious. Um, it can be, but the payoff is great and um, teaches you a lot about like persistence and patience. And I was actually talking to a bunch of people today and uh, some of them were taking out projects that they had been working on 11 years ago. Damn. And it, and it was coming back around. They were like, uh, the market wants it, wants this now. Like they're at, people were asking crazy. about it. Hmm. Isn't yeah. that what happened with Squid Games? Like he's trying to get it made for like Squid a decade. Game? I mean, that that's also what happened with Pose as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many shows that, you know, they've been in development so long. I mean, there's been several. I mean, it only had one season, but the new Queerest Folk that was on uh, Peacock, mm-hmm. yeah. it was supposed to actually come back way sooner than what it was. But originally they were like, oh, are we going to pick up the stories with the original cast? No. Okay, cool. Are we going to do it with British cast? No. Okay, cool. So, th- like, it took, like, about 10 plus years. So a lot of shows take with the a very- same names attached as the original? Originally they started with that. And then they were like, eh, we don't want to do that. Then they wanted to do the British cast and pick up with them. And they were like, mm, we don't mm-hmm. want to do that either. And then they were like, all right. Who can we get? They went through several writers before they picked the one writer that they were going to choose to do that show. So, I mean, that's what, I mean, typically happens in a lot of those that I hear about. So it was the C-string is what you're saying. Oh, what? The (laughs) C-string. I hate Adam. What is the C-string? You know, like you got an A string, B string, C string. No, I know how the alphabet works. But <laughs> what is oh, it's, like, it's a sports, <laughs> it's a sports, it's a sports reference. Oh, okay. You knew that's what it, you, you you knew what it was. No, I still don't know what it is. Okay, it's well, it's like the leads, and then you got the understudies. And then from the understudies, the you got A squad and the B squad. <laughs> okay, thank, I understand that better than a string. I thought you meant like a tampon string. <gasps> what? The C string. Like the clip. Bye, 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 bye. See, I don't know how how your brain got there. I think it could be a great title for a new Teresa Kelton produced series, The C String. I actually that would be fun. I like it too. I like it. I think there's a concept there. Stranger yeah. Things did yeah. happen. There's so, a few seasons on it. So, I'm gonna... Teresa, a question and I, I want to ask you. Obviously, there's been a lot of conversations in the industry about, you know, you as a woman going in and pitching in, in like pretty much dynamic male-led rooms. What is your – how has that changed for you? Has that gotten better? Like, talk about that a little bit to our audience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am – first of all, I'm very lucky to have a producing partner who um, – 
I like to say is one of the last like good old white guys in Hollywood. (laughs) And so like legitimately from day one of becoming producing partners, you know, he has told me like you have a seat at the table, like you have, you are on all the calls. Um, And so I, I learned a lot from listening to him and, and listening to these, these calls I was on and these meetings where I initially didn't talk a lot. Um, and then as I kind of grew into my role uh, and, and started holding more meetings, I mean, I honestly haven't, I haven't had a ton of meetings where I felt like I wasn't being taken seriously because I was a woman. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I feel like we've been in enough rooms that were with people who also uh, were are progressive and want the want the change that's been happening over the last few years and is continuing to happen and will continue to happen. Um, there have been a couple though, you know, like I had a I have a pregnancy horror that mm. I was out pitching last year, and there were a couple meetings that were you know, and it's a it's a female protagonist who was pregnant who was going through the horrors of being pregnant, both body mind, emotional relationships, work, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, work related stuff. And there were rooms where there was, it was only guys and they, you know, they just, they just had a hard time, you know, absorbing like what, what it was. And then a couple of them were like, oh, okay, so she's just like a crazy pregnant woman. <laughs> Damn. Wow. That's your takeaway. Okay. You know? And so, those are the only like those are the those are the only sort of like situations I've had where you just sometimes touch on subject matter that yeah. clearly like make certain people uncomfortable mm-hmm. um you women know stuff. and <laughs> women stuff I mean you know we took out a we took out a really great LGBT dramedy that Billy Porter was attached to last yeah, uh, not, yeah last year and it didn't sell and I I think there was still like a lot of hesitancy to have like an LGBT story, especially on platforms where there was, you know, already a, a gay show. Mm-hmm. You and have so one. I only one, <laughs> um, only, yeah, only one LGBT show, only one, you know, black led show. Like <laughs> there, there are still like those kind of like those situations that you're navigating and, you know, I've had that show and definitely navigated that and um, have talked to a lot of, you know, producers and executives who are uh, who LGBT or of color who are like, yeah, like it's still it's still something to navigate. Everyone talks more politely about it, you know, and, mm. but it's still like you can tell there's like some un- there's some uncomfortable like, oh, you know, will this have broad appeal, you know, is this commercial enough if it's about, mm-hmm. you know, insert this type person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, I think like the experience of being in these rooms for me is not that, that I've had a bad experience or anyone's been openly like rude or just completely um, dismissive, but it's almost in a way sometimes feels worse because it's like they won't even be up front with what they're thinking. They're just like super nice, but they don't, they don't pick up the show or they don't dive into it in a meaningful way. Cause it just makes them super uncomfortable. So hmm. those are the kinds of, those are the kinds of 
situations that that I've been in, but I have been lucky to be, you know, surrounded by teams that are that are really progressive and I see a lot of things changing for yeah. the better in in the industry. Um, and I think because my early days were, were more sort of kids related with Harriet and a couple of the preschool projects we have, I think definitely even more so in that space, they were really progressive first and animation, very, you know, very progressive among the artists and executives who come from the, the creative artistic backgrounds. Um, it's kind of when you go, you know, you get up up and you know there's like there's still that there's still an old school hollywood culture sort of like mm -hmm. lurking about but it's definitely something that i think is that we're just we're seeing it on the decline as time goes by um that's good but yeah that's, yeah Thank God for that. <laughs> yes yes we're yes. hoping for that um there is a rumor that never-ending story is going to be coming back and there might be a bidding war going on. I don't know. Is that anything you can comment on that? And do you think that yeah. that might be coming back? You can't yeah, comment I mean, on it? That's amazing. I, I, was, I was thinking she's been like, no, Darrell. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not attached to that. That obviously was one of John's projects back right. in the eighties. He didn't have any of the, the, uh, the underlying rights on that. So, I'm not attached at all. So I can tell you that, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of buzz in the industry about it. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think it was the estate that came back and said, hey, like, we're ready to do this. Nice. Um, come to the table. And so I'm sure they're getting offered a lot of, a lot of money right now. Probably some of the biggest writers are, you know, uh, uh, pitching taking you know taking their takes in um what that will end up looking like i don't have any inside information on but i just i'm excited because i love the old one and Me i'm excited too. because had this been done in like 2005 like all digital how terrible would that be like thank right. god yeah. we're in a time right where like practical is back and so we can have that mix of like practical and digital which could make it look really really dope yeah mm -hmm. yeah I'm excited for that, and hopefully, maybe there's a prayer in John. Y'all will get involved somehow. Who knows? I mean, you never know. You know, we have we sometimes just stumble into things like, oh, hey, right <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we got we'll time. do it. <laughs> How do you feel about like most projects being like a sequel or requel of something that happened like in the '80s or '90s? Like, you know, Hocus Pocus, for example. Like, a lot of people are just like, you know, it was too late for that. And some people really loved it, but it seems like that's like the trend, like the never ending story, Lion and Navigator, Harriet the Spy. It's like recycling stuff that stories that are already there. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like it might be paying my bills for quite some time. Uh, so I'm feeling good about I it. I know that's right. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, I think that I have to give props to anyone who gets anything made. And if it's, takes going and digging through IP and saying, here's an IP and here's a concept. You know, a lot of people are like, I have this really awesome idea that I know that I cannot get sold as an original. So what I'm looking for is an IP to attach to. Mm -hmm. And so I think like in some of these reboots and things like there is originality. Like people are trying, you know, like no one wants to just do derivatives. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think like, you know, there are cool ideas that are spawning out of these 
reboots and requels and um, exploring themes or exploring things that you weren't able to explore before. I mean, I'll just because it's, you know, something I just worked on, like Harriet the Spy. No adaptation has ever gone into her imagination the way we could in the animated show. Mm-hmm. You know, like her on a spaceship with a bunch of cats you know, floating through space, doing weird stuff. Like, that's never been done before. It's not in the book. Right. It's something that was additive. And mm-hmm. so it does give a whole other, a new perspective and a new angle on that character. And so um, on the other side of it, though, I do feel like we are reaching a point in the industry where, like, we're going to run out of stuff. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, Teresa, like, no idea is yeah. new, even when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, the Lion King, that's Hamlet. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Shakespeare. All, yeah, exactly. It's like mm-hmm. there's yeah. no new idea, so what else is there to do? Especially yeah, when really. you throw nostalgia in the mix for like yeah. people that are in our generation that grew up mm-hmm. on like awesome mm-hmm. written sitcoms, for example. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're gonna make more money if you turn that into another whatever it is to yeah. come out twenty years later. Yeah. And I mean I think the thing on that to add to that brain is like they got to have the money mm-hmm. for the actors to come back. Last night Leslie Grossman was on um yeah. Watch What Happens Live and they were talking about ten things I hate about you to show and she was just like, I absolutely would come back if they got the money to pay me. Mm. She said, Well like and that's what it boils down to. People want what the cast of friends had in their final year, one million, not even one million now. They're like, I need five to six million episodes. That's and, that's, and, that's 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 od. I mean, but that's what it. I mean, a lot of people want to move on from characters. When Will and Grace reboot True. came back, they said, "We'll do it. You're gonna pay us though," and they had to pay them a lot of money mm. to do the which same they deserve. thing, which they deserve. They put yeah. in a lot of work, and you know that's why I'm always on the side of you know I love for people to come back and give us you know because it's nostalgia. But that's why I'm always Team Kim Cattrall. I mean, I know there's a lot of issues, but she's like, listen. I am done with that. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. It's not going to happen. And yes, she hates the cast, but also money too. I mean, they, 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 they make it okay, but Kim's like, I I'm bet okay. she'll come back for Ice Princess too. Oh probably. my God. She probably, she probably would. She, I she'll love do, that movie. She'll do anything to not work with Sarah. <laughs> Teresa, close your mouth. <laughs> God. She'll do, she'll do anything. That was with uh, Harriet. What's her Michelle name? Trachtenberg. Michelle Trachtenberg. Who is who? Who just um? It just released today that she is in the new season of Gossip Girl. Oh. But you know how much they had to pay her to get her back? Mm. A lot of money, of course. And she has to be mm-hmm. billed as like extra special guest star. Like it's a whole thing. Like the last one. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited to see Michelle that. Trachtenberg. Yeah, for Georgina Sparks, yeah. but she old as shit though. But she's back. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Love you, Michelle. Yeah, and I. I think too, it's cool. And to this point, um, and it's, I think we're the first generation that's, we're seeing this is like, because we had, because we have social media now and like, we can go listen to the cast and we can go follow the cast of all the things that we've loved before. And now we get to watch them on these journeys doing the new stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's a, I think that's a pull. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if it's a brand new Mm -hmm. show with brand new cast that we don't know and we're like following them and we're like, I mean, I guess, but if like we're following like the people that were like, you know, our heroes and our idols growing up, mm-hmm. we're going to want to watch them. Like yeah. we're going to want to watch yeah. those shows. And I think that is a phenomenon that I, you know, I don't, I think it'll continue. I think it'll change, but I think we are really the first generation that has, that has that kind of connection to all of those great 
characters, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's a and those and those actors, you know, like they know they're like, I have 60 million followers. Yeah. You know, run me my money, run me my money. Raven (laughs) Raven Simone's a perfect example of that. She came back to Raven's home and said, all right, I'll be the EP and I'm going to direct and I'm going to do this. And also this is the first Disney Channel show to make it to it's going into its sixth season. And then like, also, wow. she's going to throw in her mm-hmm. social ask. I'll do three social posts for $450 million yeah. on this mm-hmm. day. And then the next day, I'll do. Like, there's so many more layers that are now involved. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, she's like, so I got it. would you say then it would be better to, you know, go into a project being like EP, um, you know, like one of the, one of those instead of being like, hey, we'll pay you X amount to come back and reprise your role? Or mm-hmm. should you do, you know, both? Make sure you do both. I think it depends on what the ask is. I think it depends on what the ask is initially. If you have a show, if you're like, you know, like Raven, we'll use Raven because Daryl just brought it up. But mm-hmm. like if they contacted her and said, oh, hey, you want to be the lead role in this? Yes, and. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and if she like come really on, improv. Okay. Yeah. Come like, on, improv. Yeah. Like, yes, and because it's basically like she's already done the lead role. She's like, so sure. now what else? Because the I, show is my name. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and right. Yeah. What okay. Else? And what you else can't you got? have that show without her. No. Right. She has the leverage. Right. Right. You know? right. But could so, say someone who's gonna be Annalise. I mean, they have oh. Roseanne without Roseanne. I'm gonna watch though. Annalise and do they, it all the time. Her name? That's her name, right? <laughs> Annalise Vanderpool. They got rid of yeah. her character. She's yeah. now a guest star, um, <laughs> and only in one episode. But okay, but hold up. So, what if like me, for example? <laughs> what show you got? Okay, Adam, Adam's do not himself use to this right opportunity now. to okay. speak with Executive Vice President. And co-founder <laughs> Teresa Kelton to pitch I mean, no I'm, ass. I'm gonna shoot your shot. Shoot your shot out. Go ahead and shoot it. Shoot your shot, baby. Shoot your shot. Teresa has always loved for you to, especially to shoot your shot. We'll make it a three-pointer, honey. Hey, I'm right, Brayden. I'm on tonight. I love being sick. I'm on so many meds. It's the whiskey. So if I were to have, like, I have like this idea for a show, but. Like and obviously, you know, I could sell it all this and that and the other or whatever. Would it be smarter for me to just like, yeah, like become a produce EP on like that sh- on the show, or just be the actor in the show, or should I do both if I have that possibility? I think if you have that possibility, I mean, if you have a show, like say, okay, so like you have a show, like uh-huh. you've created a show, and you go out and you're pitching it, and they, here's what I will say. If you are, um, you know, an up and coming actor, maybe not completely famous yet, mm-hmm. and you are selling a show, mm-hmm. you may want to withhold the fact that you're trying to star in it mm-hmm. until you get it sold. And then, because at that point, you're the creator. Um, at that point, you're an EP creator. You, okay. If you're a writer, you're also, you're writing it, or you're, they're probably partnering you with the showrunner, but you have creative control. And then if you have the, the the credentials or you feel like you have the leverage, you can pitch yourself for the role. Okay. I would say if you are mm. I would say if you are an up and comer and you have a show, like maybe you're not the lead in the show that you're right. selling. Maybe mm-hmm. you're like you know, you know, I'm always trying to like. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's like what I. 
what I like to do is I like to be like, I want to have like little M night rolls in my yeah. stuff where I can, where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't done that yet, except for of course, Pride the series, <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I think that's completely like doable. It like, you know, if, if it's a small role like that, it, it could fall under your, even your EP capacity. Like, you know, it's, you have some wiggle room, but I think it's, it's, if you gotta, if you're gonna sell a show, like that's more meaningful in a way than going in and pitching yourself as the lead actor in a show and, and maybe like, you know, not, not having the opportunity to set the show up because they're like, oh, they're trying to cast themselves in the lead role, like up front, you know, it'll scare them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just like play it cool and like if the show's gonna sell, great. And then just slowly <laughs> inch get in there. But what about just, like you know, Issa just... Rae? Like obviously she was the creator, she's lead actor. She's Issa Rae, yeah. But she <laughs> right. was she wasn't no she Issa wasn't Rae. Issa Rae before she yeah. was Issa Rae. Well they yeah, went yeah, to yeah. her. They yeah. went to her because of how the success because of the, the awkward black series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they were like, We want you. They, she had something they wanted. So she had leverage mm-hmm. to be like, right. You want my audience, you want what I got, give me well, this. So but she didn't, but she you know didn't what she do couldn't like do. a pitch. But you situation. know what she couldn't do? She couldn't bring so a funny story about that that I actually know of, and I said this. So in the actual awkward black girl, the girl who played um Molly the, the, yeah, the girl who played the Molly type character, she couldn't be the best friend in Insecure, but mm-hmm. she ended up having a smaller role. Her name was Sarah J, I think, or Sarah something. Like she ended up having a smaller role. She worked with her at that plant thing that she worked that Issa worked in oh, that school. Like, yeah. She had mm-hmm. to do that. So she had a real small oh, role. But they said, Oh, you can't play the friend and all the other guys and people who worked with her, they all had cameos, but they couldn't play those roles. Mm-hmm. They were like, We need someone who's a little bit more alluring, someone who's a little bit more. So I'm yeah. here to tell all of you guys, Pride the Series will be moving forward without all of you. I will be <laughs> the only person. Y'all will be able to play small roles. <laughs> hey, My role right. was already small. I'll I'll take take it. It. I, you, there are no small roles, only small actors. I, oh. I ain't taking shit. <laughs> I, I, My I, Pride the Series is too proud over here. <laughs> Brayden's going to be the first funny one to that hate. You mentioned. Hey, girl, I heard you said that I could. <laughs> We're, we're gonna get hit with a bunch of breach of contracts because we have right. all those contracts saying y'all invite it back and then we're like no no where are those contracts that no, 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 no. a lot of payouts a lot of payouts off of off the top of our fees you know, take the goddamn payout then I mean, sometimes um, all my EP fee gonna go to Brayden <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> It's a good thing because I'm okay. giving you money, any. Oh, let's do that then. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Golly, what are you going to say, Adam? Go ahead. Um, I don't really remember now. Oh, I lost my. Yeah, I lost it. You take an edible? No, uh, no, no. I just I was completely sober. No. <laughs> no. You said say that. I didn't say all that. Oh. <laughs> Well, listen, Teresa, it's been so good catching up with you. Um, can you let everyone know exactly, I know we've already kind of went over it, where they can watch some of your projects. I know Harriet is out on Apple TV, so let them know that and where they can follow you and learn more about any upcoming projects that you have and that you're posting. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, Harriet the Spy, Apple TV Plus. I think if even if you don't have Apple TV Plus, you can watch the first episode for free. And then, you know, if you got a seven-day subscription, you know, just check it out. Watch, mm-hmm. watch some 10 episodes. It's fine. It's good. Or just DM Adam. He'll give you his credentials. Yeah. For what? 
<laughs> anyway, for Apple TV Plus, I don't have that. Ashley had it. Mm. I have it. You can DM me anytime. Yeah. Oh, you have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Well, and where can they follow you on social media and where can they follow Rehab Entertainment? Yeah. So, Rehab, uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Teresa Kelton um, is my handle on Twitter. I pretty much post every every time there's an announcement or any news, I post across my, my personal social and then Rehab ent.com is our is our company uh, address where we keep uh, all of the uh, all the things we're working on current so is your twitter safe for work <laughs> um <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah. had to think about that for a moment yeah 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 okay yeah. good you yeah like going through so all you, your likes yeah. right i was gonna yeah. say if we went through your like you, you wouldn't see anything. You wouldn't Boy, see those eyes that. got real big. You're like, I think so. <laughs> Nobody go to my Twitter. I have to go through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Twitter is really nasty. So. I locked mine. No. I had to finally. Adam, but, yeah, anyway. Adam's is causing too many problems. We were getting is a lot of people. It's not. But what I did, no, so here's what I did. Mm-hmm. I told you. I took, Brayden, you need to know this too. I unfollowed all of the nastiness I follow on Twitter and just put it into a list folder. So I go into the list folder so I don't like anything. I just keep it on the list folder so I can just go there easily and find what it is I would have liked. Mm. Sounds like work. No, no, no. I got you, friend. It's easy. I don't care. You, know, you, need, you need to be able to see it for Diego Barrows. Okay, anyway. Thank you, Teresa. It's been so much fun having you. And here's where we went off the rails. Thank you for putting up with us. We almost made it. Almost made it. Almost made it. Almost made it. And Twitter got us in trouble yet I'm again. I'm proud of us. I'm too. Yeah. You know, we, we do a lot of well, we now Elon like, Musk has it. So. Elon Musk does has Twitter, so. Okay, Teresa, well, when are you coming back? Can you give me back? a check mark? <laughs> Hello, Elon. Can you give us a check? Shit, something. <laughs> the least you could do. <laughs> yeah, what were you gonna say, Teresa? I was just gonna ask when you're coming back to New York, and when are we coming back to LA? <sighs> right. Oh, okay. I want to come back in the spring. Yes. I want to come back in like March. Okay. March, April. Okay, that's like two when three the seasons away. When the weather starts warming up. Yeah. yeah. It ain't, but like it's like five months away. We're gonna bat our little eyeballs and it's gonna be here yeah. yes and there's yeah. there's a rumor that i know ashley and i for sure will be in austin for new year's so we'll be Ooh. seeing what's happening now too oh well it's funny story so will i so Ooh. You know. Ooh. The plot funny thickens. story so will i Ooh. <laughs> oh Shit. i was looking at flights today Ooh. So yeah. we'll see. adam you gonna be there so we'll see that's the plot twist coming in all right. All right. All right, baby. Love we you, love you. Too, we'll All right. Love you, babes. Bye. 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 Yes, that was Talking to Yourself by Carly Rae Jepsen. She, another mm. queen, dropped an album. And it's like gay Christmas last it week. It was because mm. what took us out in the first segment was Megan Trainor's new bop. 
What's it called? Oh my God, made you I look. Made you I, look. Would, I wasn't. I wasn't ready for it. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I was actually singing it, it in my head. It literally, the queens blessed us. I don't know what's going on. Anytime you look at me and I seem yeah. dazed out, I'm honestly singing a Megan Trainer song in my head. So another queen is coming out with music. Rihanna. Oh my God, yes. I know. Yes, the premiere. Did y'all see the bit. premiere party? Oh, I mean, I looked no, at I footage and stuff for Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I the red carpet see. photos. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. It Everybody was... looks stunning. Stunning. Yes, very, very, very stunning. But you know, there's been some controversy about the premiere because a lot of there's a lot of um, black uh, film cre- uh, critic creators that I follow on TikTok, and um, apparently a lot of the black female creators were not invited to the premiere, oh, but God. rather. Black men, white men, white women, and black women were excluded, even though Wakanda Forever is very, like, heavily focused on black women. I mean, the leads of these are all How's black women. Possible? I don't know yeah. how that... And even, so um, Marvel had asked the um, this author, Karama Horn, to write a canon, like, book of about the Dora Milaje and, like, in the world of, of Wakanda, she wasn't invited. To what? the premiere. Yeah. And so it's like a thing. Mm. And like, um, I did see one of the black creators very last minute because the people were making a fuss about it online. She was invited last minute and had to like pull stuff together. And she went. And it was great. But it's just like, come on, y'all. Y'all need to do better. Like, how are you not going <clears> to <throat> invite um, black creators and black females to this like black female centralized movie it doesn't make any sense i mean that's definitely somebody missing their <clears throat> job that's you know what i mean thinking. like somebody multiple people i mean multiple like people. it has to go you know those things have to filter through multiple people but then you have right. like what happened with the oscars i believe uh with rachel ziegler um when she was not invited originally and it was a whole situation from mm-hmm. west side story and then people had to like campaign for her as well and they finally got her there to like like um not host, but like like present, present. and then she had to leave right yeah. after that. So it's it's interesting how people do that. I mean, people but talk about it all the time. Listen, people should know by now. What says um, Daniel Kaluuya did not get invited to the premiere of Get Out? He spoke about it very publicly. He's like, I wasn't invited. And it's just like, how are you not invited to the premiere? But that's definitely clear, like an oversight, rather than like people that should be there that are part of like. That talk about it all the time. I mean, well, yeah, but Daniel Kal- I hear that, but Daniel Kaluuya was the lead of Get Out, and he wasn't invited to the. It was just like it was a whole thing, and I think that oversights still stand, but it's just mm-hmm. all all encompassing. If you're not inviting the people, the cast, the crew, or the people who write about it and support it, and they're doing all this work, then like, what are you doing? Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, that's, that's weird. I mean, Marvel do better. People do better. <laughs> yeah, worlds do better. <laughs> Period. Period. Uh, period. Oh hell no! No 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 no! Hey, y'all saw about that girl that went viral? Uh, it's a chicken salad. Yes. Yeah, everybody. I doing see it. it all over TikTok. No, I don't see any of this shit. You don't watch TikTok. So. How are you like in media for a huge conglomerate? And you, you don't know, and you're not on TikTok. You will. He's find on Amazon. <laughs> the more successful you get, the less you have to pay attention to. I don't. That is that. not how that works. Well, well, I guess you have a what, team of people I do think it, that's but what, then that's how you get in trouble. That's how what Kanye thinks. We'll see. Well, I mean, listen, the oh, thing is, is, if you, is it time to talk about him? 
We can give him like two. Minutes. Well, I was gonna say a button on that. What I think Braden's saying is, if you have assistance and people to just update you on things that are going on, then you don't personally have to do it. And it's that's how it's also I just guess. a generational thing. I feel in my line of work, like mm-hmm. I'm in my mid thirties. No one. At, I mean, I guess some people are on the TikTok. Like, not the have, TikTok. Oh my god. I, oh my god. I don't. <laughs> Grandpa. Have, I don't have the to TikTok. Be on I mean, TikTok. TikTok. If whatever's <laughs> trending on TikTok is gonna make its way to Instagram, gonna make it to mainstream media, and then I'll find out about it when it's not a trend anymore, and that's fine. Well, here's the thing, though. Mm. A lot of people, like I'm sure I'll hear about the chicken salad next week. I mean, probably. But a, uh, but a lot of grandpa. people have made. <laughs> at least I'll know. I mean, but a lot of people, you know, not sleeping on TikTok. People have became millionaires mm-hmm. from TikTok. Mm-hmm. People have creators. became creators. People have became millionaires from OnlyFans. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like those things that we, you know, actually we're talking about they how we so old and decrepit. But those things that we are kind of like, oh, that seems so weird. Like there are millionaires that are in their twenties. I don't of think TikTok. it's weird. I just don't care. But you know who I do yeah. care about is now Charlie D'Amelio because I just learned about her. She's the reason years. for TikTok existing. I know, like yeah. two years yeah. later after yeah, she was she's whatever like she the was. Top. She's a beautiful dancer. And her mama. And that's why I like her. <laughs> her mama mm. crazy though. Her extension. Um, her extension. Was, oh, I was going to say, oh, OnlyFans. You brought up yeah. OnlyFans. You um, can go see for, Ashley's now. Uh, <laughs> you can see my OnlyFans now. At um, Ashy no. Aaron. <laughs> Ashy. Ashy. <laughs> <laughs> I will be Ashy in all the videos. It's, yeah, it's Ashy Aaron Cream. I bet some yeah. people are into that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. But I was going to say, friend of the pod, Jessamine Stanley, she is now on OnlyFans. I saw on Instagram oh. doing yoga naked. Yeah. Work. Yeah. You better. She's teaching yoga naked on OnlyFans. She yeah. should also learn, like, learn. She should also teach, like, rope. Uh, yeah, she's, ribbon, she's doing that too. That. Oh. She is. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's some freaky shit. Mm-hmm. People would love to tune in for that. Mm-hmm. She's got to show pole and hole, though. Uh, show what and what? Pole and hole. What's right. pole? Pole is tingle-winky. <laughs> if, if, it's, if it's involved. Okay. I, don't think there's I, mean? no, I don't think there's but, no pole. Uh, yeah, but she doesn't. Um, she's not into poles. Got it. She's into holes. Uh huh. Mm. So okay. Weirdly, I have to go to the restroom right now. Because <laughs> you heard about pole, you need to use your pole. No, I need to get out of this conversation. Yeah, you, so please, <laughs> he's like, oh, I gotta go to the restroom. <laughs> no, y'all are talking about some weird shit. No, no. we're talking about sex positive you, is amazing. Uh huh. No Do you follow a, any TikTok? Um, no, fans? no, I don't. No, mm-hmm. Braden like to get the free things from me that I send him on Twitter. Wow, no, I don't ask for them, Darrell. I do not consent. Um, let's look at how many you you sent me some before I've even just it. in in response <laughs> to whatever. Is <laughs> 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 like I, I don't think I ever send you anything that's x x x x x. You just send me one x. X, 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 I'll X, send X. you one X of like some guy's shirtless. Ooh. No, you you send me Diego with his big old wing wing. It's covered. Is that mm. the second time you mentioned him? Diego is all right. Is that's what that's what bonds me and Brayden. His OnlyFans is the sponsor of alcohol. Is. <laughs> right. Terrell, stop saying we're not bonding. <laughs> Just when you tell all our business. Shut up. <laughs> um, but who I'm not bonded to anymore is Kanye West. Oh, so let's gosh. talk about that for just two seconds. All right, I what, mean, what is the coon doing now? I mean, I want to talk about the Hitler stuff. So many, so much anti-Semitic stuff that it's crazy, and he forgot his own cardinal rule. He said in his song, "Even if you in a Benz, you still a nigga." So you cannot say whatever you want. Not saying that anybody should say anti-Semitic stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like because he's drinking like the Trump Kool Aid. 
I'm sorry, Voldemort Kool-Aid. And it's um, orange. And you know, exactly. <laughs> and you know, he said crazy stuff like I can shoot somebody in the middle of the street and I'll still win the election. And then he did win the election. Kanye thought he could say anything and nothing's happened. He literally said, yeah, I can say anti-Semitic stuff and Adidas won't drop me. And they were like, yes, we will. Bad. <laughs> like, as soon as they woke up and saw that message, they, they said, were like, oh, we will drop you. And bad. they did. It, it took them some time. But like, it, I, did. It, it, it did. That was a and little pushback. And they're still pushback. going to sell his That, that was products. still a bunch of pushback. Uh, well, until it, like, until it runs there's out. Until it runs out. It's not going to have his name yeah, on it. No, I mean, like, of course, there's a lot of red tape. They're losing a lot of money. Of course. Of course. I don't give up. Fuck. When's the last time you wore Adidas? I ain't wore no guy. I know, but it's still like lawyers are involved and contracts involved. Agents like it's it'll take a week or so before this deal goes through. It's done. It's done now. Right, right. I'm saying it too. But then Kanye showed up to Skechers and was trying to find a new unannounced with a camera crew. He brought a crew. (laughs) And they escorted his ass out. They They did. Oh, well, when he showed up to the Adidas headquarters with the porn and showed the head of it, he said, "Look at this." He said, "That looked like you done it." And they he made them watch the porn, and then they were like, "Um." What? So they've been trying what? to get rid of him for quite some time. Yeah, he oh. showed, he went to like a business meeting and showed porn to everybody. And he was like, you can watch this. He said, it looked like you don't. And I tell everybody that's you. And they were but like, I'm like, oh, okay, we had like uh, Britney Spears being like under conservatorship uh-huh. or whatever. Like, what, Amanda what, Bynes. Yeah, like what are we doing about Kanye? Because at this point, he's literally a menace to society. Honestly. Like he's a menace. <laughs> well, yeah. I have like to he's going around just spreading his like craziness. Like stop taking up my headline news. Well, I have to speak to black America. Y'all have got to stop supporting him. Yeah. You have got to stop fucking with him because yeah, at the end of the day. just black like, people. It, it is white it, people. It is too, but listen, I've seen black Twitter be like, well, if y'all gonna come out to Kanye, y'all need to go after this white person or that white person, right. that white person. It's like, listen, we can get all that too, but unlike, because just like the Democrat, like we we not gonna just get y'all. We are gonna get our people too. Democrats have been big about it. if our people bad shit, we taking them out too and your people. That's how we should be. Mm-hmm. Like black, like I'm just saying. Like I love black people. I'm black, but Kanye's full of shit and he gotta go. Yeah, R. Kelly's full of shit. He gotta go. Yeah, Bill mm-hmm. Cosby's full of shit. Quit saying black people that. Oh well, y'all let white people do get away with things, and I'm like, sure, they're gonna get away with things till the end of time. Yeah. but we cannot sit here. That doesn't and say, mean like, we can't hold our people accountable. Yeah, and Kanye need to be right. held the fuck accountable. And he gave up his black card years ago. So I don't even so know did Candace Owens, but yeah. she tweeted recently. She's like, don't forget, I am black, and so now everybody's like, oh, Candace Owens. Now, said that yes a mortal enemy. i know i want to but mm. you know what now that elon musk has twitter you can probably call um oh yeah you can probably call candace and then he'll tell get, her to stop cooning right and then he'll get banned <laughs> for life because elon will side with candace he has her direct oh, phone well, that's oh yeah that's but i saw true. how you said it like i can say whatever i want yeah that's true and you won't get banned. I have freedom speech <laughs> <laughs> why did you say that with the southern learn like? how to play by the rules <laughs> <laughs> grandma do it out of Grandma, let me in. <laughs> you stay out there with them dogs till you learn to play by the rules. <laughs> what is this? Something Texas, on the TikTok. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. It is with, Halloween, you know. The one with Jessica Biel, right? Yes. Yes. It yes, tickles yes. Corey to no end. It tickles him <laughs> pink. Um, did y'all see? And also, Candace Owens actually was tweeting about this. So, New York City Supreme Court has came out and said that 
everyone who was fired for mm-hmm. the COVID vaccine refusal, they have to be reinstated and be, they're still considering it actually, about they have to get all the back pay from the time that they were let go for refusing to get the vaccine. And so now you got people like them being like, y'all stupid because now we finna get all this money and back pay and blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all, I still hate y'all. And I don't know why they're so excited, people anti-vaxxers to come around and say like, ha, 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 look at all this yeah. we're getting out. They're so excited. I know, yeah. I don't know. It's very, very I found weird. out yesterday that my uh, like first cousin is anti-vax. Because she was like, oh, when you get a $19 an hour job, but you have to get the vaccine. It's like, man. And it's like, really, what girl? What is the problem? I'll take any vax out there. Yeah, like, but they're, they're, they're so weird. I'm just like, but they'll right, do all their opioids, but they won't get vaxxed. Yeah, because we know like, they take pills. Ninety percent of like, I mean, I don't know the actual percentage, but like everybody's already vaxxed. Yeah, that for me, that's the biggest thing. It's like you're fighting a battle that you've already lost. Right. Just say you are Republican. Right. I mean, just well, say that. I was gonna say our governor is Republican. Adam has put it on record. He said Kathy Hochul ain't shit. She's a Republican. Mm, yeah. She Think li- about it. Like now, once she got into into power all the like mandates stop we stopped we didn't have to wear them on the subway now mm-hmm. and then well, that's the uber also and left. progress uber had and pro- already been made before. okay sure and that but new york had already and is unfortunately right unfortunately <laughs> we don't like him anymore but governor cuomo did a really great job about getting sure. new york back and i'm, I'm yeah. giving, and now kathy him his gets, flowers kathy is reaping his benefits mm, when I it comes suppose. to the pandemic so that's why she's taking down the mask mandate because to Ashley's point, mm-hmm. we're over a two thirds of the population vaccinated. Right. Mm-hmm. So at work now, so she's not necessarily Republican where she's a Republican because she just wants to take a mask off. She's now it's safe to take a mask off because you know what? Science Republican. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know the whole, the, I, I hear all of that, but I'm still kind of on Adam with the whole People yeah. now who were laid off from their job because they refused to get the vaccine now can not only get their job back, but they're going to possibly be getting back pay. That concerns because the people like us who did the right thing and we kept our job. I mean, our situation was different. We work from home or whatever, but we did the right thing. And yet financially, we're going to be like they're going to be able to come out on top on this. Right. And, I, no... and that's rewarding bad behavior. Right. There you go. That, like, what do you mean? They're not vaxxed. They're not on top. They'll they're, but they're, one but day. They're, but they still get their job back. <laughs> And they get back pay. So it's it's more of like, ha, 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 ha. Look yeah. at what I got. They're like, so, I got it. And you didn't. Like, yeah, and they got all the unemployment. But they didn't have to pay taxes. You know what I mean? So it's just like, right. we still still going to be the lowest class people, um, which is a bunch of bullshit. And I'm tired of the nonsense. But people have been looking up online, though, about um, past tweets and stuff. Did y'all see about uh, what Neil Patrick Harris? I know actually you recently worked with him. I did work with NPH on uh, Drag Me to Dinner, the the Hulu show that I'm yeah. working on, and um, you know he was nice on on the set where we were. But I mean, I think he's still nice. I basically what happened is he made some comments about Nick Jonas, and he said he was really good looking before. It was kind of allowed to think he was good looking, which was a bit of a problem Ooh. because of his age. So he wanted Nick Jonas when Nick Yikes. Jonas was like. Or he just thought that he was handsome. Well, I mean, he's he made some. There, there's some but additional you know, comments. It's, it's, and he said, it's all how you package it. Like you can, I can say like a 16 year old boy is like, oh my god, he's so handsome. I say but, that about but, Zachary Arthur from Chucky all the time. Yeah, it's just like you can say a young person is handsome, but don't sexualize it. It's just like mm, they're looking kind of good. Yes. Um. So just an update. Nick was um 12 years old. 
um, when he first found fame. And Neil Patrick Harris started off being like, oh, he was on the Wendy Williams show when he first made these comments. And people went back and started pulling up the episodes. Oh, these are old comments. Yeah, these are old comments. And then now he's like saying like, yeah, I kind of fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. What exactly did he say? Sorry, I'm going in here. Uh, he said, David Burkett knows that I had a crush on him and wanted him to be my man. And he said, I guess it's not a bad thing to say. He said, Nick Jonas, and he raised his eyebrows because Wendy Williams asked him, like, who would you want to be with? And mm-hmm. he said, Nick Jonas, when he was at that age. And then he was just like, oh, I know I shouldn't say that. And then he said, he was really good looking before it was kind of allowed to think he was good looking, which was a bit of a problem. You kind of had to wait till he turned to be, you know, 19, 20. You're like, what is happening? And so he just kept kind of digging himself in those comments mm-hmm. and but came back. He's bearing himself because it's like before it's allowed to think he's good like you can think someone is good looking without right. making it sexual right it's like but you clearly are saying that it was a sexual thing and he was 42 when he made the, nick um not nick but uh, obviously not nick right but neil patrick harris was 42 when he made those comments so I, yeah man maybe you need to see a therapist i mean i, I don't know <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that he just needs to he i think he should have stopped before saying what you just said like oh yeah. it's not actually okay for me to say this just say like he's a very handsome young man but also yeah wendy why is that one of his options to want like everything every, well, she just asked him who did he want right that's like true. she didn't well. say like what young boy do you want <laughs> that's true <laughs> like, that's true <laughs> 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 Could you imagine? <laughs> like, Wait, what the hell? What, what love boy you want? Uh-uh. Actually, that sounds like Wendy. So I have one more question uh, to okay. pose before we wrap out. Okay. So kill, fuck, or marry. Okay. Halloween edition. Okay. Mm. Okay, I'm so excited. So we got Fred Krueger, mm-hmm. Michael Myers, mm-hmm. or Jason Voorhees. Okay. Okay. You gonna go first? Can y'all give me no. a run to uh, like a brief oh. summary of who is who? Okay. Freddy Krueger is the nails, nails, knives, knives. Mm-hmm. Um, nails. and he haunts your dreams. Yeah, Michael and Myers, and he has a burnt mask. face. And a what face? A burnt face. A, a burnt, burnt face. Michael Myers mask. mask. Kyle Richards, you know that. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then who was the other one? Jason. 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 Friday the Thirteenth with the ski mask. <laughs> With the ski mask. Yeah. No, with the hockey mask. Hockey, hockey mask. What did I say? Ski mask. Oh yeah, yeah. hockey mask. Hockey mask. <laughs> and the machete. The machete. Camp Crystal Lake. His mama started the whole thing because she was crazy. I'm going to say I'm going to kill Freddy because I don't need you in my dreams. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to um I'm going <laughs> to I'll marry Michael because I don't know. I feel like maybe he'll never die. He's that and maybe he's just a little misunderstood if we're going to go there. Okay. And then you don't think um, any of them are. <laughs> Right. And then I'll screw um uh Jason. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna kill Jason because he musty. Cause he's just They're all musty. No 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 no. No no no. But I think I think I think they're all the fucking I think if we're gonna go the most musty, that it'll be hard to clean him. They'd have to take a lot of cleaning process. Jason. No, Freddie can't clean his ass with those nails. No, but Freddie no, but Freddie, Freddie, I think I'm going to marry because I'll be like, you can't get in my he dreams. Has one I'll tell him, hand. you can't get in my dreams. Like you that, think he gonna listen? Right. We're gonna he have an F boy. Well, okay. <laughs> His you know. name starts with an F. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah literally. Um, and Michael, I feel like Michael just needs some booty because ain't nobody gave him nothing. And so I would really But you could still give him booty while you're married, though. I guess so, but like, I just, I don't know. Freddie, but you know my issue, really big thing about Freddie? If we're gonna go deep into it, he's also a child molester, so I kind of want to kill him. That's what I'm, I right. said. Kill Freddy. Right, but I'm just <laughs> like, 
I mean, Jason, ah, Jason, if I, you know what, let me marry, let me marry Jason, Jason. I'm going to marry Jason, so that way I can, like, help him bathe and spend more time with him, because I'm just concerned about, (laughs) I'm concerned about the hygiene. He died in the water. So. And moss and shit. (laughs) So, my concern is Jason. You're right, it was a lake. I need Jason to be fresh. That's my point. Okay. Brayden. Okay, I'm going to keep this quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kill Freddie, because I can't deal with those nails. It'll just get in the way. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to fuck Jason because who knows what's under that mask. <laughs> and then Damn. I'm going to marry Michael because his ass just dies in the last Halloween. And I'm going to collect all of his money. Okay. okay. We have the same answer. He has yeah. been alive a long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll live alone happily ever after. <laughs> right. From I'm, like I'm going gonna, gonna to kill Freddie. Yeah. Marry Jason because he likes him big and burly. That <laughs> and he lives in the countryside. Like he's got oh, a lake, nice. you know, a cabin. And the mustiness don't bother you. Nar. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. And I then it. yeah, fuck Michael because he's a strong, silent type. I don't need a lot. Of, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't need a lot of talking. Keep the mask on. Keep your mask on. Don't, <laughs> don't fuck it up. Don't, don't fuck it up. Don't right. fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> So, yeah. so no, but we that. all agree we're killing Freddy. Yeah, yeah. I had one hundred percent those nails. <laughs> you know what? It was the sound. It was a ch- when I remember the child molestation. I was like, yeah. you gotta go. For me, it's just like I can't have you in my dreams, man. Like you terrorizing be- me, yeah. thinking it's funny. <laughs> it ain't funny. It ain't funny. Leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. So mm, I'll I just. I'm, I'm gonna that. marry Jason. Though. I'm gonna need him to like wash up though. It's okay, a concern for me. Guys, who do you guys out there want to do? Let us know. Email us. Please go to our social media, like our Facebook page, Pride the Podcast, and also our Instagram, Pride the Podcast, and our Twitter, is it Pride the Podcast as well? Yeah, no, you can you can find us on all socials at Pride the Podcast. Pride the Podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, and you can find me, I am Dural Anthony, at, um, tw- uh, what am I, Instagram, and Twitter, at Dural Anthony, and my Twitter's a, not a little safer. Who what are you? <laughs> Yeah, I knew that. Okay, uh, you can you find me Ashley at Ashley Aaron M on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Tiki Talky, as Brayden would say, because he doesn't know what that is. The TikTok, the TikTok, the TikTokies, the TikToks. You yeah. can you can find me Adam Andrew Rios at Box Wine Poppy with a zero <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I just posted a new TikTok. Everybody go like it. <laughs> you didn't you post one of me? Yeah, but the audio got. Taken down, so I deleted it. Because uh, otherwise, I would have had like six random pictures of you just playing on my TikTok. <laughs> like, is this Adam's no, man now? No. <laughs> and hi, Mr. Braden Bradley. You can find me Damn. on Instagram <laughs> at Mr. Braden Bradley. Thank you guys for listening to this stupid episode <laughs> of Pride the Podcast. Check the you out next time on the Podcast. <laughs> Bye. 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 Nothing going on.